Okay, and welcome back to Sandlot Sports, where we talk about sports like we're talking in our backyards. Uh, I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Darian Cody. I'm sorry, Dorian Cody. I can't even say your name. So I have such a fun day. <laughs> and BJ Thomas. <laughs> um, so we're recording this on January 6th of 2021. And, you know, for the annals of history, I'm sure that you know, everybody will remember what, what today is. We will get to sports here in a few minutes, but I don't think we can really do anything without addressing the elephant in the room that is um, our nation's capital. I, I will say that this is probably one of the darkest days I ha I've had as an American. I, it made me just literally disgusted. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell you that about three, four years ago, I want to say it's probably closer to four, um, took the family for a trip to DC and we went to the Capitol building. It was you know, something that we, that we wanted to do. We had to go through background checks and metal detectors and there were, you know, guards there with assault rifles and they had no sense of humor whatsoever mm -hmm. so the idea that people could just storm the capitol building yeah. and just walk around vandalize it break stuff and they couldn't stop them really just boils my blood i mean i y'all can call me crazy it something just did not seem right ab about what happened today absolutely um yeah and my thing is like you know us as Americans, when have we got to the point to where we can't rationalize and have conversation? So it gets to the point to where, okay, in order for me to be heard, I have to destroy something to be heard, you know? And and I, and I remember uh, the last time I was in Washington, D.C., I think it was back in uh, 2015, I went and when I, and I think that was like my third time going there, but I went twice as a kid, but that was my first time as an adult going there. And like, I felt like, you know, I felt good about being there because I was like, wow, like this is the National Monument. This is so many historic things. And today I felt as if those things were tainted by the images of the Capitol building being, uh, vandalize the things of that nature and that's not what america is all about man so um i feel the same way you do ak yeah bj you want to jump in it's a terrorist attack hands down it should be treated as such there should be executions and trials and all sorts of things like that absolutely yeah. i agree and, and Dorian, to your to your point about kind of where did, where did when did we kind of start this as a culture? I will say this did not start four years ago. This did not start five years ago. Mm -hmm. And realistically, this is actually why I'm glad that we wanted to do this podcast, and it'll uh, make sense here in a second. Mm -hmm. Is the political world and the world in general is seeing what we have seen in the sports landscape, specifically the sports radio world, That's for cool. probably the past twenty years. Whereas if you are not loud obnoxious throwing things and making a bunch of noise no one will listen to you mm. and it it yes it's bled over to politics it's bled over to everything else but it's kind of started with the Stephen A. smiths of the world and yeah. you know the mike and the mag dog i'm gonna bark and yell and scream and you know i'm make outlandish comments and yeah. this is what this country has become and i'm hoping that with this podcast kind of my place in the world is that we can start to simmer down and actually have conversations like you're, like you're describing where Absolutely. we can disagree all, all we want. That's fine. And mm -hmm. we can be passionate all we want. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Totally fine with that. Mm -hmm. But the idea that you can break stuff, 
you can threaten people, right. you can vandalize places, um, either side, you know, right. whatever, whatever side you, you want to believe in. It's just sad. Um, and, and we can go down to, you know, the, the questions of how did it happen? Why, you know, kind of where were the, the National Guard? Where was DHS? Where, you know, all, all, the, all, all the protection that was allotted to the other federal buildings mm-hmm. um, during the summer. We can, we, can, we can go down that path. And we, we can do, go down a, a couple of different ways. And, but it's just, it, it's sad. And mm-hmm. whatever's going to come out of today, is just sad. Absolutely. What was the um, what was the act that Ronald Reagan got uh, done away with? That um, basically said the media had to tell factual things. I can't remember the name of it. It slipped in my mind. Right I can't. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it either. But I I do know that that was actually what spawned the creation of Fox News. That that was well. Yeah, he actually. I'm pretty sure that. Who created it? Rupert Murdoch or Roger Ailes? Yeah. One of them. No, no Roger Ailes, Ailes reigned it. Murdoch created it. Yeah, Murdoch created it. Yeah. Somebody, somebody was from Australia, and they got kicked out of Australia off Australian airwaves for lying, and then they gave him they gave him a free pass to come to America. No visa paperwork, no nothing. Just made him an American. Yep. Wow. And then they got rid of that act that forced the media to tell us the truth. So all in one fell swoop, Ronald Reagan made it okay for us to be lied to. And now you've had generations of people that are just confused, don't know what to believe, which set the stage for a bunch of crazy people to tell you that where you've got your news your whole life is the wrong place all of a sudden. Um, uh, There's so much tension and stress that is built up from all of this that it's going to pop and it is popping right now. Yeah, somebody told me today, and I, you know, we are not at the point of no return, but we can see it. Right. And if we do not change course quickly, mm-hmm. it, there is no turning back. I totally agree. Now, yeah. Mike, mm-hmm. go ahead, BJ. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm just agreeing. Yeah, um, I was saying, so I, I saw a couple of individuals on social media. They were talking about solutions. Like, what can we do to improve uh, as a nation and to be able to die down the tension? But I'm kind of worried that um, I think that things have, over the past four years, have actually kind of brought things to the surface. And I don't know. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, like I, like I want to feel confident in saying that, hey, this situation can improve. The tensions in America can improve. But I'm starting to see more and more a lot of people, like pretty much they're standing on what they believe in on, on either side. And they're like, hey, this is what I believe in. I've, I've even today, um, there, there was a guy um, and he pretty much said like, you know, I'm a Trump supporter. I believe everything that he stands for and I'm not apologizing for it and I shouldn't have to. And I'm like, oh, okay. It, to a certain extent, I get where you're coming from, but yet, I don't think you understand the magnitude of what's happening here. If it's causing you to become a person that 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 you're not even trying to have rational conversations, what what you want to do is be in in a mode to where you're like in this dominant style of 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 thinking. Like this is what I believe. Screw what you believe. And I think 
it's, it's starting to boil over and a lot more people are starting to take on that type of mentality, man. And I don't know if we can move forward from that. Well, I, I think, I think we will be able to move forward. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be, it's going to happen overnight. Um, but kind of going back to the sports analogy that I made earlier, you know, guys, again, we've, we've seen this in the past 20 years. In fact, we saw this three years ago. We saw this in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys were following the urban Meyer, Zach Smith, debacle mm. that was at Ohio State a couple of years ago. Yeah. So and if you've talked to Ohio State supporters, and I live with one, obviously, if you can see behind me, um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were very, very apologetic, again, for Zach Smith. They were blaming anybody and everyone they could because it absolutely could not be the problem for from Urban Meyer's fault. It could not be the it could not be Gene Smith's fault. It couldn't be anybody's fault, but Brett McMurphy's, the media, or everyone was out to get them. And that's just kind of where where that stood. And and today, that's kind of where it stands. And we're seeing that in the political realm, where everything has to be someone else's fault. It is. It can't be mine. I can't look inward. Um, so I mean, and how how you get someone out of that brainwashing? I, I don't know, because that requires accountability. That requires right. self reflection, self actualization. If you want to use the Maslow hierarchy, nothing, that, nothing that Americans do well. No, no, we yeah, we, we do not do that well. Um, but <laughs> inward looking. There's no what am I doing? Why am I? Why are things wrong around me? Am I doing this? It's always. Why is the environment like this? This environment's terrible. This environment's just horrible. It's never like, what am I doing to create it? It's, it's never that. It's sickening. Yeah, and 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 again, I I, I don't. There's there's not an easy path forward. Um, I, the the answers the answers aren't easy. The answers aren't quick. Um, there are no quick fixes. There there's nothing other than I'm just gonna have to go day by day by day slow slog to correction I agree. but you know and, and speaking speaking of ohio state this could be the most awkward segue ever um, <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of ohio state i, I they're going to try to play alabama on monday um maybe possibly mm. i don't know <laughs> yeah. they, they tell me the game's going to happen um if everyone's healthy and on the field ohio state has a chance yeah. um but the, being healthy and on the field right now is going to be a problem for any team in the state of Ohio. But you need, to, <laughs> you need to be more specific as to what you mean by a chance. A chance to what? A chance to a chance to get close to the spread. A chance to be close <laughs> after halftime. Uh, well, I'll tell you this much. You see what I thought? They left everything they emotionally had in that game because Dabo talked crap about. Yeah. Them. State. They've, they've, what motivation do you have now? Oh, we made it. Now we get the sledgehammer. No, no. <laughs> what motivation do you have is what Saban's daughter said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what motivation you have. Absolutely. But I feel. Well, um, was she wrong, though? No, she's not wrong. No. <laughs> that's the funny part. She. You didn't think at some point this year this wasn't going to be manipulated some way, shape, or form to benefit a team? Hell, the, the COVID rules were manipulated to get Ohio State in the playoffs to start with, so why yeah. not? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't The year that all Ohio State did was ruin the national championship by beating Clemson. 
<laughs> so, uh, so I was going to ask how, well, okay. First things first. All right. So when Saban's daughter, when she put the tweet out, the first thing I thought was she's right for what she's saying, but you can't, it, I'm, I'm like Shannon Sharp. One, one thing Shannon Sharp says, and I agree with this, like, if you're a family member of a person that's a, either a coach or a professional athlete, a lot of things you have to keep close to the vest because what happens is people are automatically going to assume, okay, she got that from her father. Even though he probably said it, we don't know, but people are automatically going to assume, hey, you're speaking on things that you shouldn't speak on. And if you are speaking about it, obviously it's coming from somewhere. So, you know. Yeah, and, and I will counter with that with something that I've heard a long time ago, that if you need bulletin board material to get you pumped up for the championship game, you've already lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they lost after they beat Clemson and realized that they have no emotional motivation left. Like, it just all, it's all sitting there in the field in a heap soaking into the turf. It's gone. Because <laughs> all you're sitting here is saying, like, all right, we're going to play Alabama. We're going to play Alabama. That's not going to work. I'm just telling you. It's not, I, I just have a gut feeling about this. I don't like it. I feel like we're in for a boring national championship. Yeah. And also, too, um, there's been uh, rumors that Jalen Waddle may play for Alabama. So pick yeah. your poison. <laughs> <laughs> pick your poison, man. That's going to be – oh, this is going to be dreadful. I feel sorry for Sean Wade, uh, the defensive back for uh, Ohio State. Because if you if you go if you match up with Devontae mm-hmm. Smith, I mean, well, first mm-hmm. off, he can run great routes, you know. And then on top of that, if you match up with Jalen Waddle, he has something to prove because he's like, well, first off, at the beginning of the season, Devontae Smith name wasn't even being mentioned. It was all Jalen Waddle. Then Jalen Waddle went out went, went out with his ankle, and that was Devontae Smith everything. And Jalen Waddle, if he's able to play on Monday, he's coming out with a vengeance because he's like, hey, I, you know. Devontae's my boy, but I'm the man uh, in his wide receiver court. So. Yeah, dude's going to get picked on more than I was in high school. So, <laughs> Clemson successfully picked on that guy with a lesser receiver. Mm-hmm. But a better quarterback. Right. Yeah. You, you, oh, well, are you thinking that Mac Jones is better than Trevor Lawrence? No, I don't think either one of them are that great. I mean, maybe I'm a little biased. <laughs> hey, you're, you're talking about to, to Dorian's boy here. So hold on a second. <laughs> but for, no, for what I mean, I've seen in the games, it, but what I was saying was, okay, Trevor Lawrence, for what I've seen in, in the games, like, he's solid. Is he like the next, you know, uh, Peyton Manning? I don't think so. But for what I've seen compared to Matt Jones, he, he's accurate as they come. He can move out of the pocket. And then on top of that, his – Okay, outside of the last game, he usually makes sound decisions with the football. And that's what's important, especially going to the NFL, not turning the ball over. And he seems not to turn the ball over, and which is a good thing. Yeah, um, he's got five still. What I've seen, I give the nod to Trevor Lawrence. He's got That's true. I mean, he, Lawrence does have more talent around him. I will give you that. Um, Did Alabama? Yeah. I don't know. No, okay. So, okay, let, let, let's break this down for a second, okay? Yeah. So, Bama has a better offensive line, without a doubt. Without a doubt, yeah. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Clemson has a better running back. E- ETN 
is probably should probably go first. Slightly, round. yeah, slightly. Okay. Najee Harris is is is. And I would say wide receivers. He's he's, he's solid. So yeah, yeah. but a, a slight to because um, Etn is a better catcher out of the backfield than Najee Harris. So and I and yeah, and I think that that's and I also think he's a better blocker. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. I I don't know. That, especially that game when it against Texas A and M. Man, he laid a nice block to uh to one of the linebackers that was coming to take Mac Jones' head head off. So yeah. I mean, he, he, he could be. That, that, that could any be. Division One linebackers are gonna get one or two of those a year, anyways. Or what running back? Any Division One running backs gonna snatch one of those uh one or two of those a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you play for Michigan, then you're just kind of oh, lay the guy by. But that's beside the point. <laughs> so I, I I think Walker will be open. Yeah. You know, so going going back to our point, yes, I I think I think Lawrence is a better quarterback. He he just is. He's he's. I think he's more accurate. He can hit. Mm-hmm. He can hit the windows better. Um, I mean, I don't look at completion percentage when it comes to college quarterbacks because most of them will do those bubble screens or, you know, pop passes in which will inflate your completion percentage. It's can you fit the ball into a tight window? And Darnold an awful lot too. He was a, he was, had a talented team around him and he was a combine sweetheart and a high school sweetheart and all this and all that. And I got another thing. The NFL is going to stop testing for marijuana they're thinking about it or they're going to anyways. And like, you think sunshine's not going to smoke pot? We saw what it did to Zeke. <laughs> hey, sunshine is a conservative crew. Yeah. So, that I, don't I, mean nothing no more. I can tell you some conservative. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I wish I could see your face. BJ, when I said that. <laughs> oh man. I was like, boy, I could I could blow that shit right out of the water right now. <laughs> Friends and family members who I, I'm going to spare. <laughs> yeah, please, please spare them. <laughs> oh, oh man! But, yeah. I know, and and the thing with Mac Jones is, look at the level of competition he's gone against. And before you say SEC, ACC. Look at what the defenses have done in the in the SEC the past few years. Mm-hmm. Compare what the defenses have done in the ACC the past few years. And you tell me that the defenses that Lawrence has gone against the past three years are worse than the defenses that Mac Jones has gone through the past two years? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing things right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good assessment, man. Um, because what what I saw was that the cream of the crop, the 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 defense for Florida was supposed to be, you know, hey, you know, A plus, got just annihilated from by Oklahoma. Yeah. What's the number one competition for Clemson in the ACC right now? Notre Dame. (laughs) (laughs) Defense wise, not 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 team wise, defense wise. Here, let's go with somebody that plays a full conference schedule in the ACC. Let's try that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Florida State, Boston College, NC State. Stop me when I hit somebody. (laughs) Boston College has has had a defense. 
Who's Alabama's biggest competition? Um, I'm pretty sure you could do like a, like a, uh, what is it? Uh, a twister type spinner. You could just spin it and just name whatever it lands on and then spin it again and name whatever it lands on. Texas A&M, Auburn. Mississippi State's a better crap team than any other crap team. Like, it's just Trevor Lawrence yeah. would have the like Mac Jones did. Yeah. I, I can't buy Trevor Lawrence. Maybe the whole tanking, half the league tanking in the middle of the season to try to get him really turned me off and I'm blinded by it, it's all very possible. Well, I, I will tell you this. Okay, so the only team that, that really tanked are um, Dorian's Eagles, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't think Jacksonville tanked. My <laughs> we'll talk to y'all new for later. BJ, to your point, though, I, I don't think Lawrence is going to be a savior because, frankly, there are no savers that come into the NFL. You know, if you draft a quarterback in, the, in round one, you have a better chance of them being just total shit than being a Hall of Famer. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Right. That thing about. And it's a high difference. It's a very high percentage difference. Right. But also, too, but didn't this year in the NFL, didn't it show that, you know, high-drafted quarterbacks, you have to put pieces around them? And the thing about That's not just this year, dude. That's every year. Right. But, but for what I remember of this year, like, like look at Tua. They're, people are trashing Tua, but it's like Tua has receivers that can't even get open. You know, but outside of Devontae Parker, who else has to get open? Can't get open. He he was in a system where there was no um, prioritization of reading defenses. That's the bigger he, problem. That, yeah, he can be handicapped. Yeah. So I, I'm not judging Tua yet. But, it, BJ, you hit on it. That's the bigger problem is that these quarterbacks mm-hmm. that come out of college, yeah. they uh, especially the, the dual-threat quarterbacks, they are taught to one read, two read, if it's not their run. It, there is there is very little progression through three or four different reads. I mean, you, you got a guy got a guy like Mahomes that in that system he learned to read three or four different reads and come back and look look people off and look what it's done. Russell Wilson's the same way, you know. You know, when you learn when you learn that progression in college, because that's what college is built for. College is mm-hmm. built so that you prepare for your future profession, mm-hmm. and these players are not prepared. Oh, you sugarcoated that. It's the minor leagues. They're going to start playing them. They're not going to go to class anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it, is definitely, it is definitely what you said, but it is, it is more the minor leagues now. Oh, yeah, and, and uh, honestly, that's what the, X, the XFL should be, is a minor league for the NFL. And let's just be honest. When these guys come out, their first year of interviews are terrible. Oh, yeah. Like Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is one of my favorite examples. I was so proud of him. Derrick Rose sounded like a guy who might never gone to a day of school in his life when he when he first came out of the, into the league. And then I don't know what happened, whether he took courses or got more comfortable or whatever, but Derrick Rose wound up being one of the better interviews in the league. Well, it, it was Cardell Jones that I remember when they interviewed him in, in high school, in, in college. And he said about the Ohio State University, the school that my wife likes apparently, um, I'm not here to play school. I'm here to play quarterback. And they, they, they flat all know it, that they, they are not there to attend class. They are there to show up, 
get grades good enough to keep them on the field or pretend that they are, unless you go to like North Carolina and just have someone take the test for you. Mm-hmm. And because he said play school. Yeah. <laughs> play school. Yeah. I ain't here to play school. But but Dorian, I mean, I here here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. Can you name the last number one pick, not named Manning, to win a Super Bowl? Mm. I got an idea. I got an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To win a Super Bowl. Yep. The last pick. The last overall number one pick to win a Super Bowl, not named Manning. Bet my mom was in middle school. Oh damn. It's not a uh, Roger Staubach, is it? Nope, nope. It's in our lifetime. I will get. I will give you that. He was drafted oh, in really? our lifetime. Really? Well, does oh, okay. When was Carson Wentz? When was he drafted? Carson oh, Wentz. Carson Wentz. When, when did he win the Super Bowl? No. Well, no. <laughs> I'm talking about technically. Well, he didn't. He got a ring. In play, he was hurt, but he, he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but he was. He was not a number one draft pick, though. Oh, that's right. He was okay. In our. I'm going to – don't beat me over the head for this. Trent um, Dilfer? I'm lost. Nope, Dilfer, Dilfer was picked number five. Five, okay. All right. I knew he was high, though. I just didn't – I thought he was a little higher. Trent, Dil, Trent Dilfer was picked five in his draft? Trent Dilfer yeah. was hot coming out of college. Pretty good. What, what school did he go to? Fresno State. Meyer draft? Okay. I think I I want to say yes, but I I don't remember. We remember what Rick Meyer turned into, or do we? Yeah, yeah, he turned into a Meyer. That's what he turned into. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Quagmire. (laughs) (laughs) Rick Meyer uh, out of Notre Dame, right? Yep. Yep. So the answer the answer to the question, Keyshawn Johnson. Was ninety two? Oh, I thought we were limited to quarterbacks. Boo, Adam. Poor question asking. Boo. No, I never said quarterback. (laughs) If I said quarterback, the answer is actually Troy Aikman. We were. Oh, of course. Oh. Yeah, he got drafted what? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah, eighty nine. He got he got got drafted the year after Jones bought the team, and they went one in fifteen. Troy Aikman retired early because of that first year. If you watch the film. There was literally no Jimmy Johnson came that next year, right? What ninety? Offensive line. He had concussion after concussion after concussion. Wow. But but Torian, to your point, Troy Aikman came in is considered the savior of the Cowboys, but Mm -hmm. he he won the championship because of Emmett, because of Michael Irvin, because of Alvin Harper, because of that massive offensive line and that phenomenal defense. It is a team game. Absolutely. It's the Great Wall of Dallas, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that had Larry Allen, possibly the greatest big man athlete to ever touch anything. But Dallas has always been known for their offensive lines, though. Yeah, I mean, e- even now. Yeah, but uh, Larry Allen made Larry Allen and Eric Williams made that offensive line freakish. Yeah, I mean, Larry that... Allen basically, like, I don't know, just. Imagine a semi that could run like an eight-second quarter mile or something like that. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but a Hall of Fame, I think it's Keith Jackson for the Saints, picks off a ball and takes off running, and Larry Allen hawks him down from a flat-footed standstill at 325 pounds, running a 4.740 or something like that. It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. Yeah, and 
and I, I, I want to say, I mean, I have no evidence of this, but I believe those Cowboy teams were the reason why there's a salary cap now. Yes. Uh, the Deion Sanders deal. That that set the league on fire. Yeah. When they brought Dion in uh, to a super, pretty much a Super Bowl team, they missed that that one year uh, when the 49ers won it. But they brought Dion in pretty much to a Super Bowl team, and um, that ruffled some feathers the wrong way because they were able to pay, pay Michael, the offensive line, everybody. And um, had they not done that, Jerry Jones would be looked at much differently because he was a no salary cap guy. He got people to do what he wanted to do, and he wasn't afraid to pay him. Yeah, and then he he could, he still can, and now he just doesn't have a GM to pick the right players. But it's, that's not the point. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, the the teams can tank, but it's not the NBA. You're you're not going to be able to get a LeBron James and then just get your way to the finals from from the number right. one pick, right. you know. And it, it I I know Nikon if he traded the number one pick, especially in the Trevor Lawrence draft, they would run him out of town with pitchforks forks and, and torches. But he needs to trade down, trade down, get a guy like a Trask, who's you know going to probably fall to ten or fifteen, and but solidify around him. And if y'all tell me that Justin Fields is going to go number three in the draft, y'all are just smoking. You know what? Sun, I, what Sunshine's smoking? It's looking like he is because a lot of people are making notes about Zach Wilson out of BYU. I need to make a show note real quick, just for all our listeners. If you notice, Adam doesn't take shots at the Cowboys until we hit past the halfway mark, because I don't have enough time to address him then. <laughs> I have to let him get through his item. I have to let him get through his list to make him happy. I can't address the Cowboy attack on our draft picks, even though we've drafted more pro bowlers over the last five years than any franchise. So, you know, anyways. Continue, Adam. I just, that's just show <laughs> no, I'll tell you this. I mean, the, the Cowboys have drafted well. Um, Zeke, as, as much as I don't like him, and I think he's a knucklehead, he is a solid running back. You know, Dak is a solid quarterback. I don't think he's a $40 million quarterback like he thinks he is, but he is very solid. Um, I think the Amari Cooper trade, I think, stupid, but, you know, it is what it is. It's a business. Zach Martin is, is one of the best – offensive lineman in the league there there was no receiver there's no receiver in that draft that was better than amari cooper when we gave up that number one pick that we were going to get we needed a receiver and we got one better than we could have gotten in the draft yeah but lately bj it seems as if amari cooper's been been mia man He, he got that big contract and michael gallup is in my opinion i think michael gallup is turning to that number one receiver well when did amari play running back (laughs) <laughs> exactly. You have somebody to get him the ball. You got the Red Rocket back. Come on now, Red Rocket's limited. Hey, what was it, Don? He was the Red Rocket the last game of the season. He might have been the Red Rifle for three before it. <laughs> no, he he was the Red Rifle BB gun from uh, Christmas Story the past few games. They finished two and three. They were working. Um, you know. I love Amari, and the thing is, our team's changing. Gallup's emerging, and, you know, Zeke's still there. We got two tight ends that are popping up on the radar. Ball's going all over the place. I'll take it. Zeke was, or, uh, Dak was on pace for a world record season, even though that results in zero Super Bowl wins ever. But uh, it would have been amazing to see. 
bashing on my Cowboys. Yeah, I love how we talk about, you know, pace and whatnot. You know, hey, he was on pace for this. He was on pace for that. Yeah, right now, the Orlando Magic are on pace for 50 wins. We don't see that happening either. Not anymore. Markel Folks left the court in a wheelchair uh, while we were getting ready for the show. Oh, are you lovely. kidding me? Nope. Holding his knee. My God, man. He can't catch a break, bro. That kid, that kid does not deserve any injuries from this point on. He no. gets drafted, his shoulder falls apart, and then he has like a five-year struggle to even re- regain – you know, a percentage of what he used to be. It's just tough to watch. Yeah, I, I, I will I will say Fultz's problem was that he was drafted by Philadelphia. Yes, his, his, his shoulder was jacked up and it got into his head. Yeah. His, you know, his shoulder was, I think it was fine after year two, mm-hmm. but the, the crowd would not let him, you know, rehabilitate himself. And he needed a change of scenery, and I'm glad it was in Orlando. I'm sorry to hear that he he's hurt and so much for, you know, actually I was, I was so happy with that trade. I was looking at – I looked at it like a until he figured out his offense, we just got a more athletic Rondo. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, well, I'll take it. He can figure out his offense and put some guys around him, which is a joke because the Orlando, don't, Orlando doesn't put guys around anybody. That's not what they do. No. Nope. <laughs> but, yeah, he, that, it was low-risk, high-reward, and it was Absolutely. turning into a reward. Hopefully, Hopefully he's only out for a few games. Um, you know, because wheelchairs in the NBA doesn't mean anything. Hell, I've seen Paul Pierce get wheeled off and with a wheelchair and come back the same game. So he pooped his pants though. <laughs> <laughs> from rebound to layup is in rare air. From uh, below the free throw line rebound all the way down to the other court and layup, he's up there with Russell Westbrook, John oh, yeah. Wall. He's in a very rare air. He can get that ball and go before you even know what the hell happened. Yeah. Um, I, I love the I love watching him play. Uh, any player that it fights through what he's fought through has to be a fan favorite. If it's not, you just don't appreciate the human spirit or sport. So Oh, I, I, I was in this I was in the arena last year before everything shut down and pretty much any time that he scored, it was like they won a playoff game. It was phenomenal. He deserves that. Yeah, I was I was in the arena when uh, Dwight Howard finally put Paul Pierce on his neck in the playoffs. <laughs> we were waiting for it all series. Dwight was letting him in there doing layups and finger rolls and dunking, and we're like, no. And then we're down like three one or three two, and then Dwight's like, okay, now I'll put you on your ass. Made no sense to me. I was glad I got to see it though. I don't like Paul Pierce. Now he he, he Pierce, it, it bothers me because he whines almost as much as Dwayne Wade did. And and now both of them are too good to I, be doing I, that. I like Pierce. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I only dislike Pierce as a player. I didn't hate him until he started announcing. Knock us out of the playoffs. I can deal with that, but you, I just don't appreciate you talking. Right? Is it me? Does it seem as if Paul Pierce and Booger McFarlane went to the same broadcasting academy or something? Because they say obvious things. It's kind of like, okay, can you give us more insight? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, on third down, they they need to convert because if they if they convert here, they, they'll be really good. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine. How are they going to do it? Well, they're going to get they're going to get the four yards they need. Okay, how? <laughs> <laughs> grew up listening to Madden and then simplified that, and it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. needed it. Madden was there was a seam there, there was a seam there, and he hit right up the middle. Boom, two yards. 
That's as dumb as we needed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh, Booger's like, that's LSU over there because they're wearing, wearing yellow and purple. Thank you, Booger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love oh, right now. Oh man, <laughs> that's that's what has really amazed me about Romo being being in the booth. Romo is fantastic. He doesn't have head problems. He's got back and collarbone problems. Like yeah. he he didn't get a lot of concussions. He he was sneaky, man. He would uh move and and not take the big hit. Yep. Romo slimy back there. And you know, and there there are rumors that after Rivers um, loses this week against Buffalo, he's going to retire and go to the broadcast booth probably for Fox to be the kind of their, their counter Romo. And I think that would be excellent. And Rivers is a guy that I, I have always respected, always respected. The fact that he's able to be a quality NFL quarterback with nine kids, the fact that he's able to like keep strength and be awake with nine kids to me is yeah. just absolutely amazing. He's going to go home and sit. <laughs> you got mouths to feed. That NFL paycheck I run out with those mouths. <laughs> exactly. you know, like good clothes and food and shit, and you're just gonna pull the plug on that and be like, no, we gotta conserve all of a sudden. No, you better be good at your job. Exactly. You better be good at coaching. You better be good at something. Absolutely. Wife's like, you, you best be working. Best get, get, come on, get a paycheck. You know, yeah. I, I know Josh Allen's good, but do what you can. <laughs> oh, a guy that's usually on the road or training as much as Philip has, he'll probably be home for 20 minutes and be like, I'm going to go lift weights. I'll see y'all. <laughs> I just felt the comeback. Oh. He, he's going to pull the Urban Myers. Like, I want to spend more time with the family. And then after a year, hey. Hey, y'all Philip suck. Rivers, I'm going to go back to coaching. <laughs> in two years, we'll have more gas in the tank than Drew Brees does right now. Drew Brees looks spent. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I hate to say it because I like him as a football player. Outside of the football field, he's questionable. Yeah. I, questionable, I, Dorian. You know what I'm saying, Dorian? <laughs> questionable. I, I, I so what you're saying is <laughs> – What I'm saying is – <laughs> yeah, I mean, Breeze, I, he, he's been down for the past three years. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I think physically, I think he was done about two years ago. Yeah. You know, and I think the, the game against Minnesota, I think, just did him in mentally. I think he's just yeah. done. Um, and it, BJ, I agree with you. That I, over the middle. I'm just saying, passes over the middle should not have the same trajectory as a jump shot. No. Right. <laughs> now, okay, so I'll ask you guys this. Uh, back when Drew Brees – didn't Drew Brees – okay, he was with San Diego, and he left San Diego and went to Miami, right? No, no, he was going to go to Miami. Right. Um, but Miami then, said no because no. of his surgery. Okay, so, so this, this is fun. So Nick Saban said no because he was in Miami because of the shoulder, and right. so he went to New Orleans instead. Right. So do you think that the shoulder has something to do with, you know – his passing. No, I like, think the fact that he's 8,000 years old has something to do with the fact that he can't throw anymore. Yeah, but – Surgically repaired shoulder, and then on the, the abuse he took on top of that over the, the years after it was repaired, um, and then the wear and tear from throwing the ball as much as he does. He's a little guy. He doesn't have that big hand, big arm, big shoulder set up like Mahomes has. Like, I really feel like that shoulder surgery put a time clock on his career as soon as it was over. Yeah, and, and I – 
from Lions fans that see this every year with, with Stafford. Stafford will always start out well in the first six or seven games. He looks really good. Mm-hmm. And then BJ, just like you were saying, he just gets worn down. So at the end of the year, if Stafford's even upright, he, his arm basically falls off because it's just so worn out. And I think that's, that's what happened with Bruce. And I just think he never got it back. I'm not trying to be a jerk. This is just how I am. But like, <laughs> no, you are a jerk. It's okay. <laughs> a lot of abuse for no goddamn reason. For no reason. For I'm no reason. It's all good, bro. It's basically, it's basically like me wheeling you out in the middle of the field and just slapping you the bat for three hours a day and then sending you home. And then come back next week, I'm going to slap you the bat for three hours a day, send you back home for no, no reason. Yeah. There's literally no reason to do it. They're well, not going to win it ever. No. Well, and, and, and Stafford, I mean, I, I'm surprised he's even playing this year, to be 100% honest, honest with you. I mean, after after hearing what his wife did, I can kind of understand it. But the fact that it's a, it's the COVID year, his wife's coming off brain cancer surgery. He's yeah. got four kids at home. He's got $100 million. Why the hell is he even playing? And then you hear his wife making her dumbass comments, and you realize why he's playing. Um, why Breeze is playing is probably the same reason. It's probably because his wife's like, no, get out there. We need money. Um, and so he, but yeah, he, he's done. And I think they'll win this week because I think that the corpse of Drew Breeze is better than whatever's left of Mitch Trubisky. Um, but... <laughs> you said it's better than Davis? I'm sorry, BJ, what was that? The corpse of Drew Brees is better than Did you say the corpse of Drew Brees is better than Jameis? No, I said the corpse of Drew Brees is better than Trubisky. Trubisky. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, 100%. Um, I feel like you're going to see something out of Jameis next year with Sean Payton. Yes. Yeah. For his sake, I hope so. It's LASIK. Don't forget the LASIK. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the I mean, thing. Old yeah, I wear glasses because I can't see and I don't get paid millions of dollars. Jameis needed glasses and had millions of dollars. There's no reason why he couldn't afford the LASIK. That was just stupidity. So, but Jameis is, is a knucklehead. Jameis but I think... ability... Yeah, Jameis had the ability to do things that we can't and chose not to. Yeah. And it would have bettered yeah. his life. And he'd probably be playing for the Bucks right now still. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, the, the Brady's there now. And they're going to beat the Washington football team because I can. They don't even have a nickname, so uh, the only way Washington's winning that game <laughs> is if Chase Young just takes it over. Yeah, like Von Miller style. Chase Young. <laughs> Wait, Chase Young's hurt? Is that what you said? No, he was talking off the field. Said, "I can't wait to see Brady." And Bruce Arians said, "Be careful what you wish for." Yeah, dumbass. Yeah. I, we, we've seen what happens yeah. when people do that to Brady. Exactly. The, the Why would he from, do that? Yeah, the dude from Pittsburgh still hasn't recovered. Is that Anthony Smith? What happened yeah. to him? <laughs> After that game, I haven't heard from I, Anthony I Smith. I think Brady literally set him on fire. <laughs> yeah. Literally. These guys alone, they're a little weird up there. <laughs> um, I AK. remember that. I was like, oh, that's not a good look, Cuse. <laughs> Uh, but um, I was gonna say, AK. Um, I'm I'm looking at the mock draft, and it shows that your Lions is gonna uh, draft Jalen Waddle. I thought they were drafting the quarterback. 
they need to draft a quarterback, but they also need a, a general manager. So, I mean, it, you know, kind of one leads to the other. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not just me thinking they need a new general manager. No, they literally do need a new general manager because they don't have one. Um, Waddle, Waddle's good, but if you don't have him to throw him the ball, it's not going to matter. Exactly. Now, and again, I mean, if, if they get Waddle in the first round or if they get an offensive lineman in the first round can actually have a running game and then maybe draft someone in the second round if, you know, to be a quarterback, Okay, then we can talk. But there has been no backup plan for Stafford. None. Zero. And the dude's done. Yeah. And uh, until they address that, it, it doesn't really matter who they pick. Yeah. Dory, why are you talking about the draft so much all of a sudden? <laughs> Look, man, I'm just, uh, I'm just stating, you know, we talked about the Jaguars. I was just talking about, you know, the, the Lions because we were talking about the Lions needing a quarterback. And I thought because in one mock draft, it had the Lions drafting, uh, it was Zach Wilson. But then I'm looking at another one and it says that they're going to draft the wide receiver. And for what I've seen, the top three quarterbacks in this draft Lawrence I think Fields and Zach Wilson for what I've seen I think Zach because I've I said okay let me see what this guy Zach Wilson is all about the only thing is like he's accurate but the type of defenses that he faced it's not like Mac Jones where you're facing against the Auburns and the Floridas and the Georgias and things of that nature I mean he was going up against Utah State you know Utah um you know and those type of defenses. So a lot of the uh, commentaries are like, okay, this guy's accurate, but you know, his IQ should be able to propel him in the NFL. So, um, but for what I've seen the eye test, I mean, he's as accurate as they come, but. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing with fields is if you put him against a, a, a quality defense, which is, you know, back to BJ's point, why they have no chance on Monday. If you put him against a quality defense where his receivers don't win. Right then he struggles. The yeah. two games that he struggled with this year against Indiana and Northwestern, defenses that play tight man-to-man coverage, right. have the, the, the DBs that can do that, mm-hmm. and don't let, don't let the, the receivers win the line, Fields struggled. Yeah. You know, and the fact, that, the fact that they barely beat Northwestern. You know, Pat Fitzgerald is a great coach, but it's Northwestern. Come on. And they struggled because Fields just could not get it done. And he got bailed out by Sermon. And so Fields would do well if he was drafted by a team like like a Denver, you know, that's Mm -hmm. got pieces around them already. Or, you know, in Indianapolis when when Rivers retires, a team that's established where he can come in there, learn the ropes, and have talent around him. He is not going to be a a guy who takes – you know, I, I know the Giants don't want to admit that, but that they need a quarterback, but they need a quarterback. You know, he's not going to take the Giants anywhere because that the team is just awful. And he's not going not going to take. I and, and, thought. Oh no, this is scary. <laughs> yeah, I just thought. We're talking about all these quarterbacks. Justin Fields obviously is third round quarterback. Yes. Um. Is quarterback not the position to tank for? Like, no. I I would be more willing to tank for like a Joe Tunnelmans. Oh, I'd absolutely, be more, absolutely. I'd be more willing to tank for Aaron Donald. I'd be more willing to tank for a 
insert linebacker here. Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's kind of the 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 misnomer is the these teams they tank well, I won't say they tank, but they they suck and they draft these quarterbacks higher than they should be and they're terrible. But the teams that do that do well are the teams that draft a Zach Martin high and Eric Fisher high, you know, Mario Williams high. They what they doing? JJ Watt high. They draft high up in you know, up in the draft these players that they can build around and then they just have competent quarterbacks back there. Hell, Minnesota is they it, it, they've got they did well with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, but they did better than they should have because it's, you just made the whole state mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> you just made the whole state mad at you for giving him any credit or any credibility or anything that might lead to him staying there. You, stop <laughs> you like that. that. You like you that. know how many you know how many hunters there are in the woods up there? <laughs> no, they're all in DC right now. <laughs> We're getting ready to wrap up here, so we need to start talking. We covered some subjects and whatnot. How do you feel like you deleted somebody in your family picture behind you and just inserted somebody else? Did you notice that, Adam? Look at the mm-hmm. picture behind Dorian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can see it. And there's somebody else. Oh! <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something Boy, about my picture. If I ever get in a Gilligan's Island situation with him, I'm killing Dorian first. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, this picture gives me hope, man. Oh, my God. Jeez, that'd be like me cutting out Dak from all the team pictures this year and just inserting somebody else. Like, I hope <laughs> I hope it's this guy with your ankle dangling from your leg. <laughs> Dory's the guy that had the picture with with him and his wife. He just cut his wife out and puts his new wife in there. <laughs> new wife, same picture. Same picture. We've never been there. Yes, we have, honey. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've never been to Belize. <laughs> have you remember? Oh, and he's laughing about it. This oh, he knows it's true. <laughs> so, when so you're just gonna like decide what your favorite kid is and then insert him into all the pictures where the other one is? <laughs> BJ, you don't have kids. That is exactly what you do. <laughs> I can see BJ doing that. Get out of here! I'll put your sister into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're bad. You get you're out of all the pictures. Just put Velcro on the back of him. Be real shifty about it. Dad, when did we get that big teddy bear? What is it covering? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, man. Look, man, that picture in the, the back. Post high school story, son. <laughs> and, and Adam, you took the colors away again. We talked about this. I'm used to my colors over your right shoulder. Well, my, my wife moved me downstairs, so I don't know if you... Oh, you, you got the boot. Yeah. Oh, but okay. I don't know. If, can you can you see the sign behind me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. It should be on fire. <laughs> well, there should be so much heat in that one word that it just catch fire. <laughs> they ain't next to each other, too. How, how terrible is that? Well, let me show you this. So we've got we've got the big sign back there, and then we've got the the two little signs around it. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Do you guys have bad luck? That might be why. <laughs> if you, have any kind, you might want to move those signs around. How about it? No. 
we, well, and, and, and during, and, 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 you know, the, the weeks that Michigan actually plays, you know, obviously not the playoffs, we have a huge flag that we have out for, uh, front that we have that's the house divided. So, yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. Have you talked to Michigan to get kicked out of the bed on game day yet? Oh, not yet, um, because we haven't won yet. So. Oh, that's right. You're a Michigan fan. I keep forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, funny story. So, the year my son was born, he was born in 2016. He was born two days before Thanksgiving on, in 2016. Now, the Saturday after Thanksgiving was the Michigan-Ohio State game. Hmm. Okay, it's the way it always is. So my son is like five days old. Like we brought him home in the hospital. You know, my, my mother-in-law is still here to help us, you know, take care, take care of my son. And it's the year that JT Barrett was short by, by a yard in, oh. in double overtime. <laughs> oh, man, that game. And yeah, you can, and, and the baby was awake during the game. And you can imagine the choice words that that, that baby picked up. <laughs> um, and I'm sitting like, ho- I'm holding him, trying to keep him calm down. And it's fourth and one uh, in double overtime. And I'm like, ah, 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 I'm trying to hold the baby and not, not drop him. <laughs> <laughs> that baby's going to be a truck driver and you're going to wonder why. You're going to be like 57 years old. Like, why is he driving truck? Why are you cuss so much, you little bastard? Lock him out. Oh, I, I am fully waiting to be called to the principal's office. Like, Mr. Carperson, do you know what your son said? No, but I can I can guess. <laughs> it starts with F. <laughs> okay, I know it's four letters. Can you give me, you know, what does it start with? <laughs> oh, hey, anybody got any sports-related stories from their childhood that's absolutely ridiculous? Oh, man. I got a couple of them. <laughs> I, I got a few. Well, I, you sound like you want to go somewhere first, so you go first. My first one that I remember, in second grade, my mom put me in the city soccer in Fulton, New York. And um, learning how to play soccer, don't know how to play soccer, because I'm an American. It's not born into us. We don't know how to use our feet. So my second game, I don't know how we did it, but I don't know if you ever watched youth soccer. It's usually like a cluster of children around the ball kicking. Right. Yeah. Didn't go anywhere. It's just like a pile of kids. So I was in that little pile trying to kick the ball, and a kid kicked me in the nuts. So I'm sure you deserved it, but go ahead. <laughs> I just ran down to the other end of the field and kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> I got pulled out of soccer. <laughs> you so think? I figured, I figured that'd just be something for the people at home. <laughs> Good stupid sports stories. <laughs> my story is um all right so i was on the fresh uh no um i was uh i was playing aau and we were practicing against the leesburg high school girls varsity team right so i won't say her name but these don't <laughs> but um they were doing drills and it was a box out drill <laughs> and so something happened to where she was boxing me out. Oh no! I, I swear to God, <laughs> let's just say that um, she felt something, and she was like, and she punched me in the chest. Boom! I'm like what? She was like, I felt that, and I just fell to my to my knees. I looked at my coach, so I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and he came with his look like, "Boy, what's wrong with you?" But it's like, dude, okay, I'm already going through like all types of like. You know, puberty and all that. Why would you have us really practice with the Leesburg High School girls varsity team? 
I mean, I mean, they're all developed and everything. So I'm like, yo. And then the girl who boxed me out, she was to me, she was the prettiest girl on the team. Wait a second. I, Are you don't say, to don't you say her name. Interaction. <laughs> okay. Now, okay, there we go. Like he wasn't just hanging there. He was he was at attention. Um, or semi attention. Man, I was so embarrassed, bro. That there was the most embarrassing go. time, man. And she you just laid in the chest. You were trying to tell a story without telling a story. That's what right. Yeah. No, not around here, bud. Not around here. <laughs> but, man, I, I, I guarantee you to this day, she still remembers it. Because, dude, she punched me so hard in the chest, bro. But it's like, what do you expect? Like, I'm in eighth grade. What, eighth, seventh grade? Yeah, yeah, I was in eighth grade. And she's like a senior, like, or a junior or something. Aim that thing at you. Aim that thing at you. 13 year old kid, 14 year old kid, dangerous as hell. <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, man. But yeah, I think of the story often, man. Yeah. I, my, mine's not like that. You know, I'm not going to get sexual assault on the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> I was going to say, I was wondering how, how accidental this was because I do remember <laughs> y'all, y'all, Ahumians. So I just, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, man, hey. Hey, that's a whole world. other show, man. You <laughs> <laughs> said, not podcast, buddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, we, we, we still need to change the subject before we, we you know, can, can actually have a, another show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dorian. Yeah. Brian's mother's room could talk. Oh, <laughs> all right. That's enough. That's all right. That's enough. Let's get change topic. I don't want us to get sued. Please, guys, because I, I want to. Uh, I, I want to have another right show. DJ's right, though. Yeah. I thought I, was, I thought I was the only white guy in the show that turned red. I didn't know Adam turned red too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm matching the picture up ahead of me, which is a sad. So, <laughs> I'd look just like you if you could see my face right now. <laughs> because as much as I want to tell those stories, I would be embarrassed also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, those were the days that I just yeah. see that. Those were the days. Okay, so anyways, before <laughs> yeah, I get completely... Okay, does Pittsburgh have a chance of losing against Cleveland? Or should I just like just drain my savings and put them all on Pittsburgh this week? Uh, no, no, not with that running game. The colder it gets, the, I always worry about the teams that can run the ball better. They make me nervous when it gets cold. I, I mm-hmm. you know, I completely agree with you on on that, and that that's why I, I need someone to talk sense into me. Um, but the the Browns had a COVID party. And I think they their special teams assistant, I think, is now their head coach th- this week. On top of that, they haven't won a playoff game since Kurt Ferentz right. was the offensive line coach and Bill Belichick was their head coach. So, I mean, why, why should we have confidence in the Bears and the Browns at all? Oh, I thought we were just talking about picks. Yeah. Mm. The Browns uh, are running game. The running it's, game it's, it's tough, man, because – right, right. If Pitt doesn't have a running game. No, right they don't. They you control the clock. You keep your defense on the sideline. So, you know, you get a fresh defense plus a huge time of possession, potentially, of course, we're talking about. And then on exactly. top of that, you have the potential to have great play action with the receivers you have. Jarvis Absolutely. Landry, um, Hooper at tight end, and then Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb can catch out of the backfield. Exactly. So, 
I feel like they with if Pittsburgh dedicates to shutting the running game down solely, mm-hmm. they'll win no matter what. Absolutely. If they yeah. try to play a balanced defense, you're giving Cleveland the best shot to beat you. And yeah. see, and that's the thing. Though. I mean, like it, it, we're talking Baker Mayfield in his first year in the playoffs. We're talking a team that hasn't gone to the playoffs since God, I was in college way too many years ago. Um, and you're talking a, a team that doesn't have a coaching staff, not that really should matter, but it does. Playing the same team they played last week with a backup quarterback who probably was scared to get hit in the head with a, with a helmet again and lost by two points. Right. Maybe you should watch his damn mouth. Well, that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in my opinion, I think that Cleveland is playing with house money because, I mean, I, I'm sure yeah, – yeah, they have nothing to lose, man. So the pressure is on Pittsburgh because they're expected to at least get to, in their mind, to at least get to the AFC Championship. But Cleveland, I mean, they have nothing to lose. Like, look, our coach is going to be out. COVID then hit us in the balls. Like, we're just going to pound it down their throat, run the ball, and see what happens. Do some play action. You COVID know, hit didn't Hooper. Get them. Mm-hmm. COVID didn't get them. They got COVID. That was stupid. don't blame that shit on covid (laughs) actions that got them covid (laughs) exactly so no i agree i agree with you 100 percent that uh cleveland has nothing to lose and i tell you young athletic and back him into a corner we might have a good game on our hands i i hope so um honestly i just want any game to be good um but i just i i don't know it you're right about Pittsburgh going to have a running game because they don't. Um, and it's just, it's non-existent. But I don't know. The, the idea of, of me thinking that the team that borders the sea of sadness is going to win a playoff game is just boggles my mind. But I don't, yeah. But if you want to, it, it, but if running game was all that it was, you, you guys would think that, that the Colts would be a lock this week. Oh, against Buffalo? Ooh. Uh man, Josh Allen's playing on his mind, man. Yeah, that's it. That, and, and it, okay, you were talking the same argument though. Josh Allen is playing out of his mind. He, he I, I will admit, Josh Allen's proved me wrong. I didn't think he'd be good. He's one of those guys. Okay, well, he's got good, you know, place wins engine in college. Fine. Mm-hmm. He's proven me wrong in the NFL. But Jonathan Taylor is a fucking beast, and I watched yes. him play in Wisconsin, and the dude was a beast there, and he's been a beast in, in Indianapolis. Yeah, and. Rivers, while you know, probably going to be noodle arm up there in Buffalo, he understands how to play. Yeah. Yeah. He spent his whole – he's from the south. He spent his life in the sun. And now you expect me to believe he's going to go to Buffalo at 35 years old with frozen joints and arthritis and fucking nine kids' food bill on his <laughs> and you think You think he's going to pull it out now against this Bills team? I highly But that's the point, though. I mean, we, we just made the argument that you got a passing team in Josh Allen and in Buffalo with Josh Allen. You got a running team with Indianapolis and, and, and Rivers. Okay, he might be able to throw a couple screen passes. That was That's the, literally the same argument we just had with Pittsburgh versus Cleveland, a passing team versus, versus a running team. Yeah, but uh, in Cleveland, their quarterback's part of the running game and – and that's non-existent in, in uh, Indianapolis. So there's there's another added added thing to that situation. Fair yeah. enough. And plus, uh, Buffalo's linebackers they've been playing solid too. 
So I'm I'm sure they they're gonna be watching a lot of tape and they're gonna be watching out for those screens. You know, you know, Josh Allen threatened to run the ball too. He's no joke. Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, so Buffalo gets rushing yards. They just don't get them how we want to get them, and they don't get them at the numbers we would like to get them. Um, but they might have that Brian West Brian Westbrook serviceable running back situation. Now, I'm not saying they're like um, Westbrook in their style or their play, but that the Eagles, when they threw the ball 70% of the time, had enough of a running back to be successful. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the thing that Jonathan Taylor, um, the Bills have right now is enough of a running back to be successful. Can they run games out if they need to? Yes. So, I mean, that that's huge. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah. So I, I think I think we're in agreement that Buffalo's going to win. Um, I, I, as much as I want to see Rivers, you know, go on, and I want to see Taylor just run shot over over the league, I, I just don't, don't see it happening. It sounds like Pittsburgh is going to win. Um, <clears throat> who's Tennessee playing this week again? I know I know they're in. Baltimore. They're playing Baltimore. Uh, I was headed. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say it, and I don't want it to come off sounding anything other than just analysis. I don't trust Lamar Jackson in big games. I'm taking the big man. I am taking Derrick Henry in anything below 70 degrees. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Brandon Jacobs destroy the Packers in the playoffs when it was snowing in Lambeau Field. I remember that. came to the bottom side of the screen and turned Charles Woodson dust and kept moving for about another six or seven yards, and the Packers refused to tackle that man the rest of the day. Yeah. Think about it, man. He's like a huge block of ice you're trying to take down, man. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to hit him. He was 6'4", 264. Well, and here's the thing. It, it's forecasted to be 40-something degrees, for I think 46, 47 degrees at, at kickoff. And somehow Baltimore's favored by three and a half. I don't know. Uh, maybe because of they they don't have any trust in Tannehill, uh, but Tannehill's won more games than than Lamar has. Right, that I do agree. Um, but I'm thinking that it's like like BJ said. I don't I don't see how you can bet against Derrick Henry. Like in that well, weather when it's cold, you rely on your running game and just bruise that that front four and those linebackers just bruise them, make them tackle you, and no one's going to tackle. That huge 6'4", 260 pounds of four four speed bursting either up you know up the middle or or around that right side where he he likes to go and he turns that uh, he turns that gauge up. Who's going to hit that when it's like between you know forty and thirty degree weather? Nah, I don't think with that problem. And, and, and let me let, let's just put it out there, okay? So let's say a, a team. Takes the ball, opening kickoff, and goes down and scores a touchdown. The other team has a decent drive, doesn't get any points. First team goes down, kicks a field goal. They're up 10 nothing. Who are you trusting more to come back from a 10-point 10, 10 deficit? Tannehill with, Di- with Derrick Henry or Lamar Jackson? Ooh. Well, Lamar's not good at coming back. <laughs> I haven't seen <laughs> Tannehill does similar things to Lamar Jackson. He's just slower. Right. Like but Tannehill is, used to be a wide receiver. He, his feet are okay. Yeah. Right. Is it fair to say that Tannehill has a better arm than Lamar Jackson? He he could probably make a couple of throws, 
you know, that. to 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 Johnu Smith for Maybe, first down. Strength or accuracy. Strength or accuracy. Accuracy. Oh yeah, Tannehill's more accurate than yeah. Lamar. I'm more accurate than Lamar. <laughs> then I'm taking Tennessee because that's what it's going to be about. It's going to be about. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee in this one. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> and okay, so that's not so gonna be the room game. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. And and I think and I think we're all in agreement that the Tampa's taken down Washington because yeah. Washington is well and and Arians had a good point. And, 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 and Arians had a good point. It's like they're not playing a you know seven to nine team, they're playing a four and one team because Rivera was an idiot and played Haskins for half the year. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a choice though? I don't think he had a choice but to play Haskins. Dude, they could have put, put Chase Young back there at quarterback and been better than Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just the coach not trying to provide any material. That team stinks. They don't deserve to be in there. No team from the NFC should be in there. They should have let some other fucking team in there. But who? Are you, okay, so let let let's just play that out, just because it's fun. So let's say the NFL decided that you know what this year, fuck it, we're not going to let you know the NFC East just you know destroy our credibility. So we're going to take the number eight team. Okay, so you've got what a, a, an Arizona team with a broken Kyler? How is that any better? Uh, it puts DeAndre it puts DeAndre Hopkins in the playoffs on TV with a broken Kyler Murray or whoever the hell they had playing quarterback last week. Yeah. It doesn't matter. DeAndre Hopkins will play. <laughs> so, I, Adam, you go try out. Just throw it down the sideline at the end of the game, and DeAndre will catch it. Yeah, but I got to make it to the end of the game first without turning the ball over eight times. <laughs> we'll just, like, fall on it until the end of the game and then let DeAndre win it. That's so what I, he does. Yeah. <clears throat> I think no, that's the – I don't know who you put in there. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the bigger problem that the NFL has is there are 32 teams. There are not 32 NFL quarterbacks. I mean, there are there are 64 people with the name with the job title of NFL quarterback, but there are not 32 NFL quarterbacks. There is probably 16. And I mean, what we're seeing what happens when when that happens is there's just the teams just are not good. I mean, Alex Smith is going out there with legs looking like Forrest Gump, you know, with, with braces and shit. <laughs> oh my God, AK. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've lost story. <laughs> That's the first. I, I'm imagining Alex Smith and Forrest Gump at the same time. Like, damn, he's <laughs> I wonder if he ran out of the braces like Forrest did after rehab. <laughs> oh man, that was a good analogy. <laughs> um. I was gonna ask. Um, so, who do you guys got out of uh, Seattle and the Rams? Is Russell playing? Yeah. Then I got Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is, is, it, is that really a question? I mean, you've yeah. got you got Russell Wilson against either Jared Goff, who looks like a deer in headlights, or John Wolford, who has one play? game under his belt. You better pick Seattle, or I'll tell DK. 
<laughs> That's a man I don't want to make angry. Yeah. That dude's huge, man. He can so go he all... can go to me any line I'm in. He he could take food off my plate. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Metcalf. Here, here's my lunch. Here's my lunch money. <laughs> know, right? And then you got the Saints and Bears. I mean. Uh, the sure. game I don't care about. I don't <laughs> yeah. want it doesn't deserve to be talked about. Can we skip this one? <laughs> you got it. Okay, I, I, I here's the thing. I am not putting money on Mitchell Trubisky. That that's that's my that's my gambling rule. Don't don't place money on Mitchell Trubisky to win. That's just don't just don't. Farther than Breeze. Yeah, well, is, is Kamara going to play though? Because if if Kamara is back from his COVID party, then no, he will. Yeah, then they're fine. Oh, uh, that uh, meme killed me. The one back. about Zeke having five touchdowns all year and Kamara had six and three hours. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> that was, I had to post it. It hurt my soul, though. Yeah, right. It, 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 you know, it just hurts. It hurts so bad. So tell me this. So in the NFC, do you think there's any team that can go up to Green Bay and beat Green Bay in Green Bay? No. Russell. If anybody can, it's Russell. <clears throat> if if any quarterback can, it's Russell. I don't trust the Seattle defense. I don't trust their running game to assist him. No, mm. you know because it, it you know if you if you look at the teams that are going to come out of this week, you've got Tampa, you've got Seattle, and you've got New Orleans. Okay, I don't. I sure as hell don't trust Drew Brees going up there in, in that cold and, and trying to throw the ball more than ten yards down the field. Um, Brady. That's what old New Orleans needs. Is- Degree weather. Yeah. Be- because the way the playoff system looks now, if let's say Saints win, Seahawks win, Bucks win, the Bucks will go up and play the Packers, and then the Saints and Seahawks will play in, in New round. Orleans. Yes. Yeah, in New Orleans. That sounds terrible. Uh, that'll be the end of Tom's year. I don't think he can keep up with. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers right now, Aaron Rodgers is just a, a different kind of animal at this minute in his life. Yeah. And and let's not forget that you know the Packers would probably be pissed at the Bucks. They're probably gonna want payback from from earlier. That's true. So if I'm Aaron Rodgers and Aaron, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams, I'm like fuck it, get mad. I don't care. <laughs> Come on up here. Come on up here and get mad in the snow. Get real mad and see what happens. Yeah. The pack the Packers scare me because I don't like them and they might win a Super Bowl. Yeah, you think the Packers will be able to beat the? Uh, because I'm, I think the Chiefs are going to come out of the uh, AFC. I I just don't see anybody. The Chiefs can't guard Devontae Adams either. That is true. The Chiefs can't guard Devontae Adams either. Yeah, yeah. and okay, I I know we all think that the Chiefs are great because they are. Is anybody worried that that, that maybe they just didn't care the past month or? Is there a true cause for concern that they have basically sucked during the month of December? I worry about teams that coast. Yes. Yeah. Um, I if there's <clears> anything <throat> I've seen outside of Michael Jordan, nobody turns it on and off. Right. Like Mike could be like, "I'm done," and then some kid could say, "Hey, Mike, I scored ten on you tonight," and he'd be like, "I'm checking back in," <laughs> and then come in and do the same level. That same level he was when he went to sit down. I agree. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like coasters. 
and maybe that's the generation I grew up in and watching Michael and watching the Cowboys just fucking throttle people and then watching the Miami Hurricane. When the Hurricanes got on somebody, they just jump up and down on their neck till the body quit twitching. Yeah. Like, that's just – I don't know. I don't like coasters. You play, you got to keep that uh, that edge, that mentality, that uh, that level of practice and focus. Like, I just don't like people to coast. Yeah, I understand. And plus also, too, what, what could be hanging – on the Chiefs' mind is that, you know, Eric Bieniemy. he's been uh, going to a lot of interviews for what I was reading. Uh, he he interviewed for – or he's going to interview for the Jets, Jaguars, and the Chargers. Uh, so that could be a lingering thing because to know that your offensive coordinator, who you have so much continuity with, could be going somewhere else, you know, could it be a mental thing where, I mean – uh, Patrick Holmes could say, you know what, this could be the last time we play together. Let's go all out and get another Super Bowl. Or he could be like, damn, man, like, you they know, pay you a lot yeah. of money to not be that sensitive. Yeah, and, and but I will say this: I never trust a person working two jobs at one time. Nope. You know, and and that's Nick that's just <laughs> yeah, but that's just who it's just how I am. I never trust somebody to to do great at his job now while interviewing for another job it's just human nature and first of all if the enemy thinks he's getting the job in san diego he's out of his mind because that's where jim hallball is going um but the ford family needs to kidnap the enemy and bring him up to detroit and not let him leave until he signs a contract (laughs) (laughs) get him while they're young so you can destroy their whole yeah, why not? You know, just we, we we're done destroying the old guys. Let's get let's get a new guy in there to to break them and. You should get you should get a new team motto. Make banners and everything, and be like, uh, Detroit Lions, fuck hope. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so who do you guys choose to win it all? I'm go. I'm going with Green Bay. I mean, A.A. Ron is just he, – he's, he's too hot right now, and I don't trust the Chiefs. Dislike your pick highly. Not because you're wrong. I don't like them. <laughs> well, who you got then? Me? Yeah. Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will say this. The Cowboys have the same amount of chance that the Lions do have won in the Super Bowl this year. Actually – it's slightly better because we're the Cowboys, but <laughs> hey, hey, you know, you know what? You can you can always try to steal the election of the, of the Super Bowl and just be done. You know, just be be like that. <laughs> I didn't need eleven eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy new I don't know, man. Like the popular answer is the Chiefs. Uh, the second popular answer is the Packers. But the real the realism of the whole situation is is if Derrick Henry can stay outside every playoff game, which it looks like he can, I'm gonna say the Titans. Well, let's play that out though. So if if Tennessee wins and Buffalo wins, Tennessee's playing Buffalo next week. If I remember, if I've got if I got that right. No, 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 no. Tennessee would play uh, Kansas City next week, wouldn't they? Um. Okay. If okay, so if the Ravens, if, if the Titans beat the Ravens, 
the Colts, I mean, the Bills would play the, the winner of the Steelers and Browns. No. No, okay, it, it, if the Steelers win, the Bills will play the Steelers and the Chiefs will play the Titans. Yes. Ooh, that's another one. Cold to Missouri. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Ooh, I actually like the Titans good. pick, though. With, 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 with Derek Henry. They knew that Kansas City was in Missouri. Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's geography. <laughs> <laughs> but... The Browns, but if the Browns can, uh, Dude, don't don't say it. Just don't say it. I'm just, just saying you're don't lose credibility as a podcast. If you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying go with a Super Bowl, but the Browns could be a scary team. I would just say that they can be a scary team. Scary as in <laughs> like Halloween demon scary, or scary as like and I can win a playoff game scary. <laughs> Scary as in they could potentially win a playoff game, Scary. Dude, they got two. Dude. They have two Pro Bowl running backs, man. They barely beat Mason Rudolph last week, who was scared to get hit in the head with a helmet again. <laughs> they have two Pro Bowl running backs who are accompanied by a terrible, shitty organization with a slightly better than average quarterback, and they're barely better than average at almost every position. Yeah. But at least it's not like the NBA. It's one game. If, if you can just play good one game, play solid one game, you can get to the next. I can see them, honestly. Yeah, I'm just that's special teams coordinators. That's special yeah. team coordinators game plans got to be fired. That motherfucker's going to be out there. First down, first and ten. He's going to be like, double reverse fake punch. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. They'll never see it coming. Yeah. Yeah. First play of the game, we're going to do a flea flicker. Yeah, but we're yeah. on the five yard line. We can just run the ball and score. It's okay. See, honestly, what I, what I hope happens, and, you know, I, I say this with, with tongue in cheek, kind mostly, is the special teams coordinator gets COVID again. He gets COVID tomorrow, and they hired wow. some kid that that yeah, plays Madden. <laughs> Holy shit! He doesn't that long. But they hire some kid that that plays Madden constantly. It's like, okay, he's a be offensive coordinator this week. Just say fuck it. Just hail Marys every play. <laughs> I've played kids that could get the Cleveland Browns into the second round. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Now, now in the, on the NFC side, of, NFC side of things, do you think that a lot of people are believing that the Bucks can go into Green Bay and pull one away from? Uh, uh, are from they the playing in Green Bay in January or July? <laughs> <laughs> those are those mass holes that transferred down to Tampa. That's all that is. <laughs> okay, they're just loud. They don't know anything. <laughs> Just because Booger McFarland says something doesn't make it true. <laughs> right. Man, all Tom Brady got to do is just pass the ball to Mike Evans. <laughs> I, okay, and I, Which I'm gonna, he hasn't done all year. Consistently. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say this, and I'm 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 glad that Evans is is okay. That injury last week looked like the Wendell Davis injury. 
mm. when when he jumped off the the ground and his leg mm-hmm. didn't want to get off the ground, it looked like Wendell Davis. Oh. And they're saying he he just hyperextended his knee. He'll be fine. But, I'd say that too. Yeah. To fuck up the injury report. Yeah, I mean, but it it looked bad. Okay. Um. Man, I just I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the playoffs this year. I just got a weird taste about them. Weird taste about them. I I, I don't want Aaron Rodgers to win it. My gut says he's going to win it. I don't like it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, Here, here's a stupid question for y'all. How much of Aaron Rodgers' year is based on him being pissed off that they drafted Jordan Love? I think Aaron Rodgers' year is based off of 16 games of Devontae Adams. That it's been it's been years since he's had double digits Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh he he I, Devontae missed eight games last year, I'm guessing. Maybe more. And the year before that I believe he missed a chunk. And the year before that he was a rookie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I So I, I think a lot of that is the running game with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams and sixteen games of Devontae Adams, and that's why you're seeing Aaron's resurgence. I see that. The only team that I see in the NFC that can give um, Aaron Rodgers a hard time, I think, is the Saints D. They're, they're, I think their secondary can – they may not stop Adams, but they have some bodies to throw at him to make him have a hard day. I, I will um, say this. The, the Saints defense can hold Aaron to 17 mm-hmm. points. The problem is, is the Saints offense has to be out there too. That's true. And there was a pick six we didn't happen with Drew Brees and playing in Green Bay. I got you. So that, that's that's 24 points. And I don't see how – Off the field, what really can go wrong. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, as, it's, it's just tough because I don't see a team that can, like, go up to Green Bay and that – Frozen Tundra, man, and 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 beat Aaron Rodgers. Like them get having the number one seed, like plays right into their like. This playoffs is Aaron Rodgers for the taking. Like it's his to lose. Well, and, and well, I mean, opinion. it's his to lose. It's in your it, house. People hate playing for him. And that's the thing. I mean, it wasn't until Michael Vick went up there at the Green Bay that I don't think Green Bay ever lost a home playoff game. I don't think they have either. Um, I mean, they, hold they, on. They, didn't the Giants beat them back in like the nineties? Uh, was it the Giants or it was it was one other team that beat them in the playoffs in the nineties in Green? You sure it wasn't the Cowboys? It was it was only one other team. Yeah, I but, but, but did, the, did the Cowboys ever not have home field advantage in the nineties? Uh, Matter of fact, let me look Super Bowl run, possibly. Let's see here. Uh, As we all rush to Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) So I think they won the first Super Bowl in 92, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. 92 cute. Super Bowl, 93 Super Bowl, 95 Super Bowl. Yep. So yeah, I mean they they didn't they didn't have home field advantage in 92, but they beat the 49ers. Yeah. 
I don't think they played that because because there was a long time that Green Bay was terrible. Yeah. Just before Brett got there. And probably the dumbest trade ever. No, that was the great trade robbery. <laughs> That's when they Damon Smith and Michael Irvin for <clears throat> a bunch of practice players. But 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 Herschel Walker's great and yeah, he was all washed up, but it's not the point. If you've ever watched that thirty for thirty, the way Jimmy did it was so dirty. Like it's <laughs> so dirty. He knew there was picks assigned to those players, and if he cut them, he was going to get all the picks. So oh, yeah. he took all the players and every one of them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you're right, Adam. They didn't lose. Look to that. They never lost the playoff game in the '90s at home. Yeah, I mean, because I guess I, I remember when when Vic played up there that that year. People were like, "Well, you know, you know, Green Bay will be fine. They're playing at home." And Mike Vic just destroyed them. And yeah. people were like, "Who is this guy?" And I remember going, "Well, that's Michael Vick. This is what he does." And that's yep. what started the Michael Vick experience. Yep, that was January <clears throat> that was January fourth, two thousand three. That was the first time they lost a home playoff game uh, since nineteen eighty. Was it? Actually, no. Damn. They haven't. Oh, shit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they never lost a home. You're right. They never lost a home playoff game. 2002, yeah. I mean, 2003 was the first time they lost a home playoff game in their team history. Yeah. That is crazy. And they haven't lost many since. Yeah, yeah, they lost the, the game where Tom Coffin, like, froze off half his brain cells. But they haven't lost many. Yeah. Because, for, honestly, BJ's right. It's cold. It is not just cold. It's fucking cold. Yeah. And and trying to catch a cold football is not fun. Have you ever caught a cold, like a real cold football? I mean, I know we live in Florida, but, like, I, I started playing football in New York when I was little. And, like, have you ever caught, like, a really cold football, like it, a 10-degree football? It's like catching a damn rock. It's, yeah. It really feels like a brick. Like, <clears throat> your fingers feel like you caught a brick. You, everything feels like you caught a brick. It's the craziest thing. And and so I mean, and having having Aaron healthy, having Devonte Adams healthy, having Aaron Jones healthy, up there in a, in a you know, place where no one wants to play. Like I mean, I know it's cliche, no one wants to play there. But like, no, literally, like, no one wants to play there. Literally, Henry does. <laughs> well, Derrick Henry ain't playing up in Green Bay. No, but he wants to. Oh yeah, because like Tannehill wouldn't want to throw the ball. Like yeah. hey, we're gonna we're gonna call fifty rushes this game. <laughs> exactly. So it's gonna be quite. So yeah, to, to your point, to your point, Dorian, I don't see anyone going up to Green Bay and beating them this year. Yeah. And yeah. barring injury, I don't see anyone doing it. Now, as far as the Chiefs are concerned, I mean, as hot as Allen is playing up in Buffalo, I could totally see them going there. Um, yeah, and beating. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I I don't see Pittsburgh doing it. Um, yeah. Tennessee's got a got a chance. Um, Baltimore, no. Um, again, I don't trust Lamar in any big game whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and if we say the Browns are going to beat the Chiefs and they're going to revoke us from from Spotify, that's just kind of that's how that works. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, pretty much the only team that can that's going to give Kansas City a run for the money is going to be Buffalo and. I think that would be a really, really good game. I think it would depend on what the weather's like. 
Yeah. Um, and really how Mahomes does the week before. Because true. if Mahomes it, it plays the divisional round like they've p- been playing the past couple weeks, Buffalo's yeah. got a real good shot. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, Stephon Diggs, man, I don't know. He's going to give the secondary of the Chiefs headaches. No. You can't, you, there's no, no one can match it with him one on one. Like, no, like, you have to have a corner and you have to have a safety shadowing him at all times. Cause if he gets that ball, like it's, it's not even, it's, it's after he catch the ball is where you have to worry because he can, he'll, he'll catch the ball for like 10 yards and then he'll get him get another 15 because his first step, as soon as he give you that shimmy, he's gone. Dude, Marcus Lattimore still has nightmares of Stefan Diggs <laughs> to <Exactly>. this day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be a good game as well. But like I was saying before, uh, Skip Bayless believes that Tom Brady is going to go to Green Bay and hand them their loss. Skip, Skip Bayless. Bayless. <laughs> 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 uh, but he is, but not only him, but a lot of people are like, yeah, I believe Tampa's going to go up to Green Bay and, and beat him. Is it possible? Anything's possible, but it's highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. I don't, oh, uh, what? On the Bucks, the only two people who's used to playing in cold weather is what Gronk and Brady. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else, they're like Florida guys. They're like, yeah. you know, it's saying it's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. Hell, Dorian, it's possible for you to marry Tyra Banks. It ain't gonna happen though. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it could be. I can't marry her now. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I get your point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. Brady. Brady. He he has looked better the past few weeks. He looks like he's finally kind of picked up the Aaron's offense. He he can throw the ball deep. And yes, having Antonio Brown scares me. Both the fact that on the field and off. Um, but <laughs> I I just I don't see it. I just do not see it. Yeah, me either. But we'll definitely find out. Yep. <laughs> and, and so guys i think that might wrap it up for tonight i know we ran kind of long but i, I think the the first few minutes i think were important um for for all of us to at least kind of get that off our chest so um good luck with the games this week um again if if you do say that cleveland's going to go and beat kansas city they will revoke us on spotify just check the rules um <laughs> so everyone have a good rest of your night <laughs> you too guys be safe brother Or was that BJ? I said it was good seeing you guys. Yeah, good seeing you too, man. All right. See ya. Bye.